Greetings, people of Earth. My name is Rob Whelan, and my pronouns are he, him. Uh, I'm an author, game designer, and a professional nerd. Tonight, I am the host of Theater of the Mind Players, your friendly local actual play show. Laps! We are um, playing Plain Gia from Atlas Games, uh, which is a primordial uh, 5e setting. Um, if you have not watched the show yet, we recommend that you go all the way back to the beginning, to the first episode of uh, Playing Gia. Um, the first uh, story episode is called First and Last, um, but if you go one episode previous to that, that is our session zero, and you can watch us make the characters that we are playing here tonight. Once you've done that, or if you already have, uh, you can join us here uh, for the penultimate uh, episode of Playing Gia, which is happening here tonight. So, uh, we don't want to take up too much time, so I just want to get uh, everybody to go around the table, uh, introduce themselves, and, and what characters they are playing. So, let's start with our first mind player. Hi there, I'm Jordan Fishburne, she, her, and I am playing Inktail, the Saurian Hammertail, uh, Path of the Far Striker Barbarian. <laughs> And let's move on to our next mind player. Hello, my name is Tony Cheek, he, him, and I am playing Gorm, the rock dwarf twilight cleric. All right, let's move on to our next mind player. Oh, we we're doing zigzag. Hi, my name is Sarah Babe, uh, she, they, and I am playing Ayoku, who is the starling spellskin. And let's move on to our next mind player. Hello. My name is Ethan Eichsett Anderson, he, him, and I am playing Damp, the half ooze scout rogue. And finally, our final mind player of the evening. Hi, I'm Tawny P. Thompson, she, hers, and I am playing Pinecone, the Dreyas monk following the way of abnegation. So, last time, uh, our clanmates had made their way through the land of Nod, a twisted world of dreams and nightmares. Um, this was the only way for them to keep pace with She Who Rises, uh, a, a starling who has designs on becoming the one true sun in the sky, rather than the um, uh, how it currently works in Plain Geo, where every night the uh, stars in the uh, starry sea dance with one another, knock uh, everybody out of the sky until one remains and basically does a victory lap as that day's sun. The easiest way uh, to catch up with She Who Rises uh, was uh, to enter the uh, land of nightmares and dreams, which uh, our uh, clanmates did. And now they are presented with uh, a fork in the road. Uh, a path split by a powerful creature uh, called the Twisted Princess of Nod. The uh, Twisted Princess is this long stalk of um, like dead vines and bones and and wood uh, 
terminating in uh, a, a a head with two masks, one smiling, one frowning. Does she uh, have a sister? No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. I was trying to figure out how to work that joke. You in there. Were <laughs> nerds. <laughs> um. <laughs> The clanmates uh, have a choice to make uh, to be able to reach uh, the the stars in the sky. They have to travel through their past or through their future. Now, each member of the clan makes this choice individually. So this is going to be uh, some individual scenes that are going on here. The gateway is presented. Uh, the twisted princess of Nod uh, has spread their arms wide to, uh, and then uh, br- uh, branches and gnarled things come out of the arms as they plant their fingers into the ground to make two uh, giant arches. And uh, both pathways disappear in a strange multicolored fog. To confirm. Yes. We can't just jump really high and reach the stars to cover yeah. all of our bases. Yeah. What if Inktail just throws us all and then we send down like a rope and pull her up? That's not exactly how it works. Do you think the world works that way here in the land of Nod? I mean, so far? Yeah, because everything's kind of crazy and weird. All it takes is one step through one door, and you the next step that you take will be into the Starry Sea. With a brief stop, of course, just to see what decisions you have made or will make. So... Who wants to go first? The obnoxious head movement for our podcast listeners. I am doing a big head movement to represent the faces whirling and twirling every time they speak. So who wishes to take the first step into their past or their future? Future, let's go. I was going to say rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> oh, we can do that too. If people... No, it's okay. fine. I was going to say, what I mean, if all else, uh, uh, Tawny had a, gave me uh, some good suggestions for the scene that she wants to do, so... If you don't want to go first, she's... Oh, yeah, she can go first. (laughs) That didn't require much talking. Uh, Did you hear that bus, Tawny? (laughs) (laughs) Did did you run forward and accidentally knock Pinecone forward? Yes. That's exactly what happened. Whoa! And falls in. You you wanted to go into your past, though. Yes, yeah. I did say that. That's the thing that I said. On the way to the future, she... Shoved you into the other doorway. <laughs> Tripped and accidentally shoved her. Yoku uh, dashes forward to the uh, future portal and uh, shoves Pinecone into the past. Ah! Um, <laughs> Sorry! Sorry! What does traveling to the past feel like? <laughs> <laughs> I knew someone was going to make that joke tonight. Because um, I made it last week. Uh, <laughs> I think Pinecone would liken it to like very quick passing of the seasons um all in like succession where like you almost can't tell one apart from the other as the but it's backwards so as the winter melts into the fall 
Um, the fall then, you know, wakes up into summer and summer rolls into spring and so on okay. and so forth. Through So it feels, it feels like it would definitely be disorienting to uh, a like creature. Like my rings are growing way too fast, you guys. <laughs> would they Would they be shrinking? Yeah. The opposite one. Yeah. <laughs> the not growing. The not well, growing. Welcome to Bizarro Tree. <laughs> um, Benjamin Button Tree. <laughs> that would suck to plant. <laughs> Just dig a real deep hole. (laughs) It keeps spinning backwards and spinning backwards. And like it, it, it's almost too much to bear. But finally you see something in, in the blur of seasons that you're able to reach out and grab, if not physically, but like mentally. And it is your human. And by reaching out, it, it, it causes, that time spin to kind of to skid to a stop. Like, I, 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 I think it, 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 it actually spins past him for a bit and then like stops and then, and you sort of do like a, like a time wobble for like a for, pendulum. Right. Except this time, because you're you, because you are now a Dreas instead of a tree, you're, you're able to perceive better, to notice better. Um, so you see yourself as a tree. And Was I a pretty tree? You were a very pretty tree. <laughs> um, and you also see your uh, human nearby. Uh, hunched over. What do you remember your human doing? So all of Pinecone's memories are, of course, in this one location um, of her human. They all center around usually like spring and summer because that was when he spent most of the time in the woods um, foraging and looking for various mushrooms and things like that. And I think um, I think there was a really good patch of like morels that grew really nearby. So he knew where it was and he would come back multiple times throughout the year to gather. Um, and then, you know, spend his time under the branches eating his lunch. Okay. So, um, you catch one of these moments as, as he is in the patch of morals. Um, uh, but this time you're able to perceive a little more. Uh, cause you can, cause now you understand human speech before I imagine it was kind of the, you know, kind of experience. Mm-hmm. Um, for for those of you who are not of of a of an antediluvian age, uh, there used to be a cartoon where uh, they would use trumpets to mimic uh, adult speech. Um, oh, oh. So, so uh, put that on your TikToks. Anyway, um, <laughs> what you hear is what um, you have been told is grousing or complaining. <gasps> He was an angry human. Because he's, he's, he's picking things and you can overhear him saying things like, they should find, figure out their own food. I was going to get food for everybody. He's picky. They oh, don't no. do any of this. I'm always the one who keeps them fed. Oh, no. I always assumed he was kind. You can be grumbly and kind. Um, he's still doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta pick this stuff I suppose. My fucking great friends. They're so great. I love it's my friends. It's all about what you do, not how you feel. True, true. Actions make 
a lasting impression. <laughs> um, can I go closer? Mm-hmm. What, uh, does that change my perspective at all? Is he? What? What? I guess. What perspective are you looking for here? <laughs> um, I guess I'm just trying to like. Is he like angrily doing the thing, or is he just like whatever? Because you know, sometimes you talk to yourself and you're like, dang it, dang it, I wish I didn't have to do this. He's <laughs> he's definitely grumpy about okay. it. Like like you. He 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 picks up and and like he picks up one. He's like, this one still has some shit on it. I know who to give this one to. And um, um, if I clear my throat, can he hear me? <coughs> he stops, and you hear like a like a like a, a, a another call. And he goes. <sighs> He has like a like a like a piece of cloth tied around his his neck, and he pulls it up and dashes <gasps> off into. He's a thief. Is he a thief? Cut to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why am I laughing? It's going to be just as awful for me. <laughs> It's going to say it's only happy memories. Yeah. For character. <laughs> yes. <laughs> My with, with, sister's trying to kill me. I was going to say it's going to be really funny when, like, when, like, we do Jordan's and she's just like on like a carousel, like, eating cotton <laughs> candy. And that was her first barbarian rage. And that's when she first learned how to eat. <laughs> Punches the carousel, picks it up, eats and throws a horse. Well, we don't even need to do my seat anymore. <laughs> really? What I... Tear it out. Okay. Uh, who would like to go next? I mean, I guess I can go. <laughs> okay. Uh, are you? And you're going into the future? Yes. There's nothing. I'm dead. <laughs> Dark. Us around no. your grave. I thought it was funny. Next player. <laughs> Ghost of Christmas future. Please. Too bad. Ebenezer Screw. Um, no, you are hit with a blast of heat. Oh. You feel yourself rocking as you are being wheeled inside a wagon of some sort or a conveyance because they don't have wheels. A sledge. Well, no, this has wheels. (gasps) And it also has bars like, like the, the whole, Oh, I'm getting some serious Kaladin vibes out of this. Okay. Can you well, even understand what it is that you're inside right yeah, now? Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, for all you know, this could be like a future sled. Like, this is like, because you're like, a, you're like above the ground and you are still moving and you hear like a skookawonk, skookawonk. And you look around and just see a blasted desert on all sides. But, uh, there's not a lot of... Are there deserts in Plangia? There are. Oh, okay. So that that you recognize, okay. except as you wheel along, you realize that this desert is not where it should be. <gasps> because you recognize 
like stone outcroppings and other signposts that mark it for you as the Great Green Valley, or at least it was. Oh my god. You look down and you see that uh, your hands are bound together. Give me either an investigation or an arcana check. Okay. We're going to go with arcana, Rob. That's going to be a 23. Noise. It doesn't take you long to realize that the symbols and sigils that are on the cord by which uh, you are bound are the symbols and sigils of a spell skin. And that the cord is likely also the skin of a spell skin. Ooh, Ooh that's dark. Oh, that's, um... No. This would be us leaning into the horror uh, aspect of the, the okay, setting. Okay, um, oh geez. Uh, that, I, uh... Can you tell if it's Uau or not? Uh, yeah, <gasps> can, can I, can I, rec- do I recognize the color of the skin or anything? Like, Oh, well, of course it taste. is, Jordan. That's an amazing <laughs> add-on. <laughs> you know, I'm here to provide. <laughs> After your dance with friendship, yeah, I, mean, I don't know, man. It just seemed thematic. Jordan's really good at making things work. You're a monster. Yeah, you're lucky yeah. she's not the GM. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If Jordan was the GM, my human would have been like murdered at my roots. The, I thought about it. The, the blood fed you to make you exactly. Human. Also. I mean, for all we know, no, too I'm late not now. It's too late I'm now. It's already happened. Welcome to the darkest timeline here <laughs> in so, Plagia. Um, I realize I am bound by Uau's skin, and I'm assuming it's not letting me magic. Mm-mm. Anytime you try something, the, the sigils light up and you lose your concentration. What about starling traits, like pure energy that allows me to like take 10 feet of my movement and move through shit? You pass through uh-huh. the cage. The the, the the cage conveyance and then drop the five feet, you know, or yeah. the two or three feet off of the, the, the back of the thing. And you hear some growls and then, ah, she's gotten loose again. A couple of, of guards um, hop off of the, the front and they have uh, long spears. And I'm like, okay, we you can either go back in on your own or we can beat you unconscious and throw you in the back. You pick. I mean, well, um... Look, we're almost there. The sooner we get this over with, the sooner everybody will be happy. But what, I'm not, what, 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 are, we, what are we doing? What, why, why are we going? What is happening? I'm, you beat me so hard last time, I don't remember. That's fair. Uh, Calic. I told you you didn't need to kick her that many times. It was I was having fun. I'm sorry. You need new fun. Well, I ran out of yarn, so I can't knit anymore. Why not use skin? Uh, Kalak gestures with his spear to this massive temple. It looks like it has to be a temple. It just the the way that it's built. Uh, it, it it is a it is a half sphere with flames carved out of the stone 
uh, licking into the sky. And you see, uh, like, a fire arcing around it and and kind of swirling. Like a sun? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Um, Real quick question. Mm Mm-hmm. I have dazzling touch. If Mm -hmm. I touch something, I can have a chance for blinding them. Okay. Uh, So it's D8. A constitution saving throw. DC is 8 plus my charisma modifier and my proficiency bonus. Uh, so what is the what is the DC the con DC I'm trying to hit here? You are trying to hit a Constitution save of sixteen. Okay, and you're doing one at a time, or you're doing them both. We'll do one at a time. All right. Carrick gets blinded, but uh, the other guy, you don't know if it, if you don't get a, a grab on him enough or. Uh, if because of the interference from the the spell skin or whatever, you, but you 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 hit him and he just kind of looks down and then he stabs you. Oh! And he pins you to the 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 wagon, like through your meaty parts. Mm. I was afraid. I told you we could have done it the easy way. And he climbs back up on the wagon and it takes off and you're basically wheeling uh, down the road. Can I do the move through things again? It, the pain of the okay. is, is too much. Um, the wagon stops at uh, a uh, at the, the edge of the, the building. My blood's got to be so pretty, though. Oh. <laughs> State. Uh, and, and a uh, man comes out in in golden robes, like actual, like gold, gold head to Spun toe, gold. face face painted in gold. Um, he's even wearing like actual like golden eyebrows, like like mm, you know, fancy. Think think very sort of like Aztec Incan priest kind okay. of like just layers of right, gold right, right, right. Gold. State your business. Help. Please. We bring it. Help. We bring a gift to the immortal sun. The last starling. No. No, 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 no. Cut to. I don't like this game. I'll go. (laughs) So which horse do you want on the carousels, right? (laughs) Do you want the unicorn? Do you want the... The the fancy duck, like how do you- I I always really liked like the seahorse. Okay, because it was like thematic, but not really. <laughs> it was a horse, but it was a horse. It was a, a horse, but, cell, but not, not a horse. Not, not a horse. Um, past, please. Past, please. It's the smell that hits you. That's always a good start. <laughs> it's that smell. Of unwashed Saurians who have been riding the trail for days. It is the uh, the smell of cooked meat, of um, blood drying in the sun. It is the smell that you remember when you were a part of the Red Teeth. The next thing that hits you is that terrible sound. Of laughter that like there were there were so many terrible things about Red Tooth that you could put into a list that would stretch from one to many. 
But the the thing that would be at the top of his list would be that harsh, barking laugh when you were trying to be serious mm-hmm. and he thought you were being ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Lee, you want to leave all this? And he and he sits back on uh, his portable throne that he has constructed from the best loot out of all the raids that he has uh, commandeered. I'm glad to hear that your ears are still working. That's exactly what I said. Why? You're the best. You're the best raider I have. Shut up. And there are a couple of uh, grousers. You want to prove her wrong? Step to her. And the, the grousing goes back down. I know. <laughs> she knows. I think it's time for me to make my own way for a while. You never know. Maybe I'll come crawling back. And I have the wedding rope with the trailing feathers in my paw from the last raid where we came into the village in the midst of celebration at the perfect time when everybody's guard was down. You're going to make Sarah cry more often than I am this session. (laughs) That's loot. Fucked up somebody's wedding? Oh, I think more than fucked up would be the correct description. (laughs) We didn't exactly leave survivors. (laughs) That's what I meant. Like, you really fucked it up. Yeah. Yep. Well, if you want to get married, all you have to do is ask one of these fine folks here. I'll I'll even perform the ceremony. I, I feel like I can do that having uh, drank the blood of the priest in that last village. If I thought there was a mate here worth my time, unless you're offering to marry me yourself. <laughs> I'm not ready to settle down, and I don't think you are. You were always smart. So, boys. Any of you want to make her work for it? I'm going to need a new lieutenant. I'll do it! (laughs) Steam just pours from my nose as I look over every single person. And one steps up. Cutlin. That's not what he was called back then. Mm-hmm. What was he called back then? What do you think? Cut abs. <laughs> <laughs> Razor wing. Tasty abs. Razor wing. Absolutely. Razor wing. Absolute <laughs> razor wing. Yeah. Dagger wing. Thank you, Sarah. That's perfect. Thanks. Sparrow. <laughs> Sparrow wing. <laughs> I think razor wing would be perfect. Okay. Just pull that knife across even more. Which is which is which is what he does. He he kind of scrapes it down the the one wing that we all know is the one that got cut. Mm-hmm. I'll do it. You want her, her alive or dead? If she stays alive. She stays alive. I wouldn't. I'd be watching my back if I were her. But at least we're gonna let her walk away from the clan fire. After that. Then we're strangers, and you know what we'd like to do to strangers. I 
pick up my axe, which was resting on the ground, and tap it against the hard shell of my back. You know me. I've never had to watch my hind quarters at all. You sure you want to do this? <laughs> I'm sure I want to be your second in command, sir. Clear out a path, everyone. Razor. Let's throw... Let's... Uh, anybody who wants to throw in their best bit of plunder on who you think wins, now's the time to do it. And you start to hear the clatter of, uh, you know, like, you know, of knives and, and shiny bits as people uh, start piling them on one side for you and one side for Razor Wing. And we cut to... I would like a slice of future pie, please. <laughs> that same blasted desert scape. One large figure silhouetted against the desert sun. A brachiosaurus. Stompy! Rides slowly towards the fire globe. Can I run up behind and try to see if there's anyone on top, and if not, jump on? No, you can. You you can easily do that. There there are a couple of there's like three or four people that are riding on the back of Stompy, none of whom you recognize. Motherfucker stole our dinosaur. The dinosaur could be public transportation now. We don't know. Oh, we get a city got bus. A city so the job. government stole our dinosaur. <laughs> he already got a job. <laughs> it's tough out there in the future. The dinosaur stops as they see <clears throat> a cloud of dust approaching from the um uh the the fire sphere. Stompy turns back and looks at the the, the riders. On the rider's nod. And then they deflate. What? They just go... <laughs> and Stompy gets a little bigger. <gasps> that thing from the cave. Now I think it's you. The riders, the, the, the riders uh, stop. And it's uh, three... Uh, humans dressed in similar robes to the guards that were guarding uh, Yoku in her future uh, vision. One of them kind of walks up. It's deserted. I mean, there's just this long neck here. He's, and one of the other guards is like, that looks like some good eating, sir. Ah, we could probably eat him for. What's that smell? What do you mean? Come here. You smell that? <laughs> Tastes awful. Try it. <laughs> uh, and uh, Stompy puts his foot down, and you see his the leg that he he stomps squeeze thin. And one of the uh, the bodies that sloughed off the side fills up 
behind the guard and <gasps> he gets one. So this happens next level up, right? Yeah. <laughs> Check. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's the, the next uh, game that we play, you'll be able to do this. <laughs> what do you do? Do you come to their aid? I think I'll just sit and watch. Okay. The battle is brief. Um, the, the, the soldiers are trained to handle refugees and people who've been weakened by wandering through the desert for days on end, but not, um, whatever this thing is because the, the other human form inflates, um, and they both take on both guards and it's over relatively quickly. Can I see why it's a desert at all? All you have to do is look up. The sun, high noon, blazing like a massive eye in the sky. It's as if the sun has like leaned in to look down on where you stand. And now that you look up, you feel like you're being watched. Like it isn't just the sun bearing heat and light. I wish to extend my middle finger. (laughs) (laughs) Really long. (laughs) You, You hear... A harsh laugh from Stompy. I was wondering when you were going to get here. You hear your own voice say through his lips. You should know. If you are me and I am you. And this already happened to you from me. <laughs> Cut to... <laughs> <laughs> Oh. As 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 anyone who who might be uh, you know listening to our show on gummies is just going to be like whoa what, <laughs> what? I am error you shutting are down here. rebooting you are me right. we are all together I I also would like to go to the future the future after you take that first step you find yourself seated. You look down and see that you are seated upon a massive throne inside a building that is all decoration. Like, imagine a cathedral, except everything, instead of arches, it's all semicircles and full circles and black circles and uh, elements that represent the different phases of the moon. Mm-hmm. You also have a very long beard. You are dressed in very fine robes. The massive curved doors open up and in walk um, a pair of uh, messengers. Uh, they, they, they quickly walk towards the steps up to your throne. And they kneel. 
they present a carved stone rod. Am I seeing this from the perspective of the throne, or is this like an out-of-body? No, you, you are seeing this. You are in the throne and okay. seeing it. I, I take the, the stone rod and hold it. How does it feel, your majesty? The voice comes from the side of your throne. There was a woman there who was not there moments ago, whom you remember as the moon cleric that you visited and who spoke to you of prophecy. Mm-hmm. Uh, how does what feel? You did not accept your fate. And now you rule all of this. And she gestures her hand and the, um, the walls of the cathedral fall away. And you see a world cloaked entirely in, in night. Except on the horizon in the distance, a sun peers out, and you can you can just feel the heat, and more importantly, the hatred. Your power keeps her at bay. A power that you only gained through the noble sacrifice of your brothers and sisters. They all died. To make you the king of Eclipse. And all you can do is keep the undying sun in a stalemate. You said I ended up here by not accepting my fate? That's right. And what fate did I refuse? Star killer. Star that, that killer. Star killer. Star killer. Star killer. Star killer. And as those voices killer echo of out, stars. Star one by one, star. the stars in the sky appear in the otherwise blank sky. When I said, when I told you, Star Killer, what you had to do, you misunderstood me. You thought you only had to kill she who rises. You have to kill all the stars to fulfill your fate. But what is the moon without the stars aside it? King, dear boy. King. And that is where we end our episode. Totally unrelated. Do you consider me a brother or sister to your character? (laughs) (laughs) I'm in danger. I I guess we'll find out. Please join us. I'm just a treat. (laughs) <laughs> for our final episode of uh, this season of Plain Gia next week, uh, where we see just uh, how things shake out. Uh, but until then, this is Rob Wheeland uh, just telling you to repeat to yourself, it's only a game. I really should relax. Brothers and sisters.
birches and bees. And thank you for joining us. This is Tawny Thompson here live and on the scene in Plain Gia with a young Hammertail man to tell you about our show tonight. The game you're watching is Plain Gia from Atlas Games. You can find a copy on their website. The music that you're listening to right now is from the Plain Gia soundtrack. The song is Cry of the Hunter by Sonor Village. All of the backing tracks you've heard tonight were provided by Dark Fantasy Studios. And of course, since you're listening through your ear holes, you will not have seen our character art, provided by Megan Huang. Theater of the Mind Players is made possible through contributions from dinosaurs like you. Thank you. Hi, everybody. My name is Jordan Fishburne, she, her, and I am playing Inktail, the Saurian Hammertail, who is a Way of the Tempest barbarian. Uh, You can tell that we've been playing this long enough that Jordan barely had to look down at her character sheet to to remember. I was doubting myself (laughs) mid-recitation. I was like... I saw it. I saw you were like, barbarian. There was doubt. No. Aren't you Path of the Far Striker? I am Path of the Far Striker. See, I was right to doubt myself because I was wrong. We even did good banter. Damn it, Brad. All right. 